Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Kirk Morrison. Our number two here on the Rich Eisen Show. Kirk Morrison filling in for Rich. Rich down in Kansas City getting ready for the NFL's off-season extravaganza. The NFL draft. The crown jewel of the off-season. The NFL draft. So, uh, Rich down there. We catch up with Rich tomorrow. I can't wait to hear his thoughts on how round one shaped up. I'm looking forward to some of the trades. I'm looking forward to... Uh, I, I guess the the fanfare um, last year was my first actual draft experience. Being in Vegas, being there and watching the picks, and then you know interviewing the players afterwards. So fun, fun time, and I'm glad that the NFL can keep this NFL draft moving. You know, this year Kansas City, next year Detroit. So we have Detroit back there. They haven't yeah. been. They had a Super Bowl back in 2006. So. Yeah. Jerome Bettis yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Jerome Bettis Bowl. Yeah, so they'll have that. So uh, 844-204-RICH. Watch us on the Roku channel, channel 210. Listen on Sirius XM, channel 218. XM, channel 202. Stream free on the Odyssey app or odyssey.com. On Instagram, at Rich Eisen Show. And also on Twitter, at Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I, I put the number out there, 844-204-RICH. Because with the NFL draft, everyone watches for different reasons. Some fans watch because you watch to see who your team's going to draft. Some people watch to see the new talent coming into the NFL. Some people watch their favorite player who they've watched from high school to college to now to the pros. I know for me, what I love about the NFL draft is because I always say it's it's about hope. The NFL draft is hope. You hope. Your team drafts a player that can be a piece in getting you to a Super Bowl, getting your team to a Super Bowl, or a team or your guy gets drafted that you can follow for many years to come. A lot of times it's about the quarterbacks. The NFL draft is built on quarterbacks because that position is the most important position in the National Football League. You've got the right quarterback. You're doing pretty good for yourself. Just ask the folks down in Kansas City. Right, you could take some chances and hit on some gems. Right, last year I talked to to um, you know general general manager Brett Veach for the Kansas City Chiefs. When you've got Patrick Mahomes, you can hit on a Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round or a Jalen Watson in the seventh round. You got two starters in the seventh round. We'll talk about first rounders, and they're hitting on late round picks because they've got the quarterback. They don't have the glaring needs. And so that's why I always say tonight I watch with a different type of eye. And that's why I know what what do people watch 
when it comes to the NFL draft. Are you watching for your favorite player? Are you more intrigued about what your team is going to do? Are you more intrigued of where do the quarterbacks go? Why is Chris Brockman watching the NFL draft tonight? Well, I'm watching to see what my team does. Mm -hmm. Obviously, first and foremost, the Patriots pick 14, so I'm really curious about what's going to happen there. At 14. Do, you, uh, do, do they stay at 14? Do they stay at 14? That's, see, that? I think that's the intrigue, too. A lot of rumors swirling. I know. See, see the that's... one yesterday that they're going to trade up and take Will Levis? Love Will Levis. I saw that one. Where does that come from? What? Who what? says that? Where does that come from? Yes. I saw the Ringer guys were talking about that. I could not believe that that is an actual positive. What was a bunch of picks and Mac Jones Mac for Jones. the number two? Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what I don't know what I would do if if that happens. But that's the intrigue, though. So you're watching to see what your team does. So I'm watching to see what my my team does. Uh, obviously, we're huge NFL fans here, so uh, I'm looking at the new influx of talent that's coming into the league. Mm. A lot of big names, a lot of big stars from big star making college football programs, and they're going to teams that really need them. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, obviously. Obviously, quarterbacks uh, rule the world here, but Bijan Robinson's going to be a big star. Will Anderson Ooh, is yes. going to be a huge star. So is Jalen Carter. And then there's obviously people we've never heard of right. uh, that, that is going to come out of nowhere here in this first round. The Brock Purdy's? There, there will be people <laughs> drafted in the first round today yeah. that are going to go, what? That guy? Like Cole Strange last year, the Patriots pick. Right. Never heard of the guy. First round pick, had a really good rookie season. Okay. Uh, this is what ha this is what happens. I, I I love that you said hope. Hope is the oh, perfect man. word That's to describe is. the NFL draft because right now, TJ, every team is zero and zero. Every team has quote unquote an equal shot to win the Super Bowl next year, to make the playoffs mm. next year with the seven teams. Now we're in year three of the seven playoff teams. Every team's got a shot. Hope springs eternal, and that's what the NFL draft is, and I love every second of it. What about you, Del Tufo? What, what, what do you watch the draft for? And don't say you start filling out the game that you'll be mixing come the end of the <laughs> no, year. No, that's his answer. Uh, Look at this. Look at this. That's his answer. Oh, how many games, Carolina Panthers games, will I have now? <laughs> no, I just like the waiting. Having mixed drafts and done a ton of them yeah. and been at them, I like when you don't know – and, and you don't know who's there. Tonight's going to be crazy. Right. Because really, we don't know yes. the first. We really don't. We don't. We can think right. we know. Like Chris said, I mean, we all kind of can guess. TJ, you, me, yeah. we can all. But what I like is that waiting. Because you're sitting there. Mm -hmm. And you're waiting. And all of a sudden, they come out. And you see that player. And they're like, oh, my God. And I like the fact that they don't, like, tip the picks as much as they used to. Right. Where you don't know what's going on. And that's the cool. I love that. And then you see those kids. And you're like. That's the last time he's a kid. He's a man when he yeah. leaves that stage. Oh, once and that's he throws the that hat truth. on, yeah, you're right. I you're never a thought kid, about that. You're yeah. a man when you get off the stage. And that's what I love. I think that's the best. Yeah. That's so special. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Good call, Mike. I never thought about that, but they're like they're they're kids in that in that green room. Yeah. And all of a sudden they put on that hat. They, it, and once they put on that hat, boom. it's like an instant like boom. I remember I, I felt that way last year with Aiden Hutchinson. Like Aiden Hutchinson was like this kid, you know, Detroit. He's excited. He, he put that Lions hat on, and, and all like, of a sudden, oh, he's yeah. a grown up. You're a grown up now. Like yep. it's, it's welcome to the National Football League. Yeah, it, it changes that fast. What about you, TJ? You're, you're watching tonight, obviously, mm. as a Cowboys fan. Where, where, where do the Cowboys pick at, by the way? Uh, Twenty six. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, the draft is always this because, as I said yesterday's show, I love stories. Like I love. 
to hear the background. I don't love mock draft season. You know, I don't need 3.0, I like I like when right. we get to know who these kids are as human beings, you know, Correct. their family situations, what they had to overcome. And, you know, some of them had the luxury of having, you know, you know, like eight mile, you know, living in at home with both parents and their yeah. parents have a really nice marriage, you know, and some people have <laughs> that, but they still had to work and grind. And you have other people who come from single parent households who came from the mud, who came from nothing yeah. and have their whole family on their back, their whole city on their back. And so for me, it's always kind of like to piggyback on Mike, that moment when they get those names announced, man, it's just like, I know that like, I've never reached a professional sports level like you, obviously, but I spent hours upon hours in my room shooting little Nerf shots, going to a park, you know, throwing a ball against the wall, shooting jumpers. So, and I did that on a very micro level. So you you understand what it took, right. the amount of sacrifice that these kids had to make to skip the the parties, to skip uh. going to McDonald's, to like, no, I got to go to the gym. No, you go hang out. I got to go work. So knowing everything it took for those guys to get their bodies and their minds right and to know that the second that their name escapes the commissioner's lips, their lives, for better or for worse, are changed forever. Everything changes yeah. for them. And that to me is, you know, I get excited to know that like you have these young men who now like they have their whole lives, their whole futures ahead of them and the possibilities are endless. So like, that's why I love the hug with the commissioner. I, yeah. I, I just, I love the whole thing of like, now your life's about to start and there's going to be some great stuff and there's going to be some bad stuff, but this is the moment for you. So I, I, I just, yeah. an all encompassing thing, man. It kind of gets it me makes, emotional thinking yeah. about these guys who they, they sit there and they break down and cry because only them and their moms and their dads and their family knew what it took to get them up on that stage. And to me, that's the most beautiful thing about this whole situation. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, all of that, like the one thing about the NFL too, is this influx of talent is all of these new stories, right? All of these new stories of players coming in. We'll get a chance to learn them. I know I had a chance to talk to a beat reporter a while ago, and I always said, you know, I know you love your job of what you do, but why is a draft so fun? And I remember she told me, she says, well, it's fun because I know the players already on this team currently, but because every year I'm going to have to learn 30 new players in terms of the, the off-season free agency, the NFL draft, and then the undrafted free agents. So these are new stories that I'm learning about this kid or that kid. Like, I liked you know, meeting Will Anderson at the Combine and speaking with him a couple of times there and then in between and then even yesterday. People know he's the, the youngest of five with four older sisters. Mm -hmm. So you think like here's Will Anderson, yeah. the the baddest dude on the on, in terms of coming out of college, you know the defensive player, maybe the first defensive player taken. He's got four older sisters yeah. who <laughs> used to pick on him. And he was, was on like our that. show the other day. He said he had four moms, and that's yes. exactly it. You're the youngest boy with four sisters. Yeah, yo, you got five okay, moms five. in this. Five moms. Yeah. yeah exactly. So they used to pick on him a little bit. They don't pick on me now because I'm a little bit bigger. But those like are, are the stories that. Yeah. You're like, but, man. But guess what, Kirk? I bet you what, his older sister can still get him the flinch. Oh, yeah. Oh, 1,000 yeah. <laughs> oh, percent oh, yeah. she can still get him the Trust flinch. Me, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it now with my daughter and, and my youngest. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they still know how to flip, you know, to get underneath You that, take your heart skin. early, man. It's oh, hard yeah. to get it back. <laughs> but, like, it's just watching those parts of it 
that um that I'll be watching when it comes to the draft. The thing that intrigues me the most tonight is a specific player. Um, it, I had a chance to when I first saw him at the combine. I had never seen him. You, you watch guys and look. I do college football, right? You know, one of the things I love doing is before a game, I like to size guys up. You know, I'll take a little walk on the field <laughs> just to I'm see. Like, Let me see if this dude is real. Let me see how I tackle Let this dude see, if I yeah. had to. Yeah, I remember a year prior. Um, did an Oregon game. Let me just see this Kayvon Thibodeau guy. I'm like, right. hey, this dude's like, he's legit. All right? He's like Kayvon Thibodeau. Seen him. Um, I guess especially when you look at the linebacker, right? Because yeah. you know what it I, I, I look takes. at the linebackers yeah. and then, you know, the defensive ends. And I remember when Bradley Chubb uh, first, um, when he was at North Carolina State, and I walked down, I'm looking, I said, okay, yeah, that is a first round pick. Because like, <laughs> there's a, like a list of guys. I'm like, okay, who's the draft eligible players mm-hmm. that you know, possibly could make noise in the 2023 NFL draft. So I have my list of guys, and I'll go down and, and watch. And I remember um, this past season getting a chance to see some of the – I think I saw Will Levis the year prior. I'm like, and this is before all the big hype train came. I'm like, wow, man, this dude is – he's pretty, pretty, pretty built. Mm-hmm. Like, this could be, like, the guy, the guy. And so I'm watching like all of these players, but I had had not done a Florida game. So everyone keeps telling me about the size of Anthony Richardson. He's just some all right, whatever. I'll, I'll I'll see. I go to the combine. He comes to our our, our set, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> uh, defensive ends were yesterday, buddy. <laughs> it's like no, he's quarter. He's six six, chiseled, deep. You know, very white type voice. But he can be a leader, authoritative, hey, you know, like strong. And so he's a guy to me that I want to see where he goes in the draft. Because of the quarterbacks, he and Levis seem to be, I won't call them projects, but the guys who you can't really pin, like, okay, he for sure is going to make it. I think we all say, hey, Bryce Young has proved enough in college that we believe that they'll be successful. Bryce Young, I mean, uh, C.J. Stroud, same thing. We've seen enough in college that we think that he's going to go to a system and he can make all the throws well. But when it comes to Levis and Richardson, those are the two quarterbacks. And then no one's even talking about who's who's the fifth quarterback. Who's the fifth quarterback in this draft? Is it Hendon Hooker, right? Kid out of Fresno State, Jacob Hayner, who I saw him demolish my college, San Diego State, so many times in the Mountain West. Is he a guy that can come in? Because now I'm looking at like the Brock Purdy situation in San Francisco, who nobody thought that Mr. Irrelevant last year would have an opportunity. And yet Mr. Irrelevant has made Mr. Number, what was it? Number three. three. Yeah, yeah, number three overall just that a couple years ago. A ton of picks for. Think about Zach Wilson and Trey Lance aren't going to be starters in the NFL this year. Think about that. Like they'll start if somebody's injured, but how quickly this thing is, how quickly it goes by. So that's why I'm watching tonight. I want to see where Anthony Richardson goes. Obviously, the team that drafted me, the Las Vegas Raiders. I would love what what do the Raiders do at pick number seven. So all the trades, all of that coming up tonight, I can't – like I said, I'm, I'm excited. As soon as I get done with this show, like I'm going to pregame a little bit, I'm, you know, relax. Oh, yeah. You know, have a couple of dope beverages. <laughs> get and- your mind right. Get your mind right. And I, I, do you stay off of Twitter or you stay on Twitter? Like what's I, the for NFL Draft Day, what do you do? I don't like being tipped. I'm like, I'm with you, Mike. I, I don't want the pick tipped. Okay. So 
Uh, but I still want to see what the chatter is on Twitter. So right. I try to stay Clear. five minutes behind. I want to watch the commissioner announce the pick, mm-hmm. and then I want to see Rich and DJ and, and Joel Klatt and Charles Davis. I want to see everybody talk about it. I want to see the interviews with the kid, and then I want to go on Twitter and be you know, five, ten minutes behind to see what everyone else is saying about it, and then off Twitter, pick, <laughs> rinse and repeat. Right. That, that's kind of how I, I like to do NFL draft night because I don't want to be spoiled. I want to be like, oh, and then Albert Breer's like, oh, and the, and the, <laughs> and the Cardinals are going to trade down and take so-and-so. It's like, oh, man, I want to see that you throw Albert Breer under the bus. I, I don't even know if Albert does that. Breer. He <laughs> just threw Albert Breer under the bus. I don't like, even know if he does it anymore, but I know that he used to. But you'll be on Celtics Twitter tonight, though. I'll be big time uh, on so, Celtics. So, so. I'll be complaining about the officials on Celtics Twitter tonight. Uh, all right. Make no mistake about that. <laughs> We got Howard Beck coming up at the top of next hour. He's going to give us all our NBA information that we need because there is one NBA game today. So we'll talk to him about um, at the top of next hour, Mike Lombardi, the general manager, former general manager who drafted me. So see if we can squeeze a Kirk Morrison story out of Michael Lombardi next hour as well. And Chris Brockman's top five. We're going to do that in uh, at the end of this hour. Oh, I got a top five yeah. things I want to see tonight, baby. Oh, okay. Let's go. Top five things that he wants to see uh, tonight. But uh, coming up next, uh, Rich, before he got out of here, before he got to Kansas City, uh, he had a little interview with Jared Padalecki. And uh, we'll have that interview for you coming up next here. The C.W. Walker actor star coming up next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Kirk Morrison filling in for Rich. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Check out who is here in studio, a man who is playing the role of Cordell Walker in Walker. New episode airing tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on The CW. New episodes air every single Thursday through the season finale on May 11th. Jared Padalecki, good to see you, sir. Good to see you back, Rich. And you just were kind enough to say that you would wear a suit running a 40-yard dash, which, as you know, is the logo of this show. I've, I've seen many of your 40s. I appreciate that. Yeah. And they look exactly like the logo of the show, which is they, standing they still. Yeah. Which is, which <laughs> is not moving. You broke six seconds. What was, your, what was your best? My best was... Five nine four. Yeah, I knew you broke. What six. year was that, Chris? I don't know. It's not like it you know. It was a little while ago, but Michael Johnson was. That was the year that he trained you. Trained. Uh, Let me tell you something, Jared. Um, the number of people who have kindly offered to train me for this forty. Yeah. <laughs> who put their reputations on the line to train me for the forty? <laughs> no pressure. Who I wound up sorely disappointing by the end. I've lost track. <laughs> hey, it's but Michael tough, Johnson man. is the pinnacle. With all due respect to everybody else who's kindly He's trained. Incredible. Yeah, and for me to I mean, me to let him down, I had to make. I when it was all over, and I I called him. I just had to call him up and just say, Michael. I'm, well, I, I, I'm, I'm so side, sorry. I'm sure he wasn't anticipating you running like Michael Johnson, because <laughs> no one can, you know. So I, I don't think he, I should have looked at it that way. But I just didn't. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have that perspective. It'd be like getting acting lessons from Daniel Day Lewis or something. He's <laughs> like, I'll, I'll let you know. You're not going to be me, but I'll I'll. I'll tell you. <laughs> I, 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 I actually run my 40 like Daniel Day-Lewis in my left foot. It's terrible. I like that. Is that good? Look that, at that me. Was just, good. But I'm kind of going all full circle here. I did just run it, and the uh, the uh, the results of this year's run is showing up on Saturday's NFL Network draft coverage. I love it. I'll be watching. So thank you. I appreciate you Hey, I just that. heard something. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, lifelong Cowboys fan. Go for it. Born and raised in San Antonio. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Um, I just heard – I didn't – hear the news until yes. I was in the green room yes, about sir. what was the press conference? The, oh, the, the Cowboys had a press conference uh, the other day and said that uh, they were willing to maybe trade. I mean, they didn't say anything. Nobody says anything. anything. Yeah, but yeah. they did. He did. Uh, uh, Jerry Jones did kind of make fun of uh, Mike McCarthy walking out the door. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He did. Uh -huh. You know, the boss making yeah, a joke. Yeah. You know. I don't know if we could. Can we re-rack that maybe I, in a second here? Let's I, see. Mike Hoskins wasn't expecting to do this. But, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. what if – so who's uh, what, the showrunner of Walker, for instance? Walker uh, is, is showrun uh, by Anna Fricky. Okay. And funny enough, Anna Fricky, uh, I knew prior to Walker. She's written for many shows. Yes. She wrote uh, Valor with uh, Matt Barr before okay. we worked together so on Walker. So now you're a look at you all together. Yeah, again. but Fantastic. her husband, Jeremy Carver, had run a show I had done called Supernatural for about – three or four of our 15 years. So she's the boss, right? She's the boss. Okay, yeah. let's just say there's a press conference. Yeah. Okay, you're sitting in between... Uh, Anna Fricky. Anna Fricky and whoever's the second showrunner, if there is one. Let's uh, just say let's it. Just put it or whatever. Yeah. It's a press conference. And uh, she makes a joke at your expense. <laughs> this is basically... Do we have it now? This is the the end of the press conference with Mike McCarthy. What is he supposed to do? You can read all the mock drafts. You can see all the things that maybe were officially polled quietly by other general managers would you look like mike in the middle there, right there i think so decision if we say hey here's an opportunity <laughs> he's, he's doing his best belichick yeah, we had quite a bit higher than here it comes where he's fallen to now it might be worth considering giving up something well i made you know, one on manzel a few years ago and that didn't go oh, so well that's true okay. so he's making fun of himself <laughs> here about johnny manzel six seven eight picks here it comes. out and, you know we always ask the question what would it take up take to go up and get him 
take your bottom of the second round pick to go get him. And, you know, we nine times out of ten we'll have that Here conversation. So drafting's not our problem. Coaching is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get everybody. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and walks off with it. To walk off. It only would have been better if you had to grab the mic and just drop dropped it, it and but walked see, off. Now, what if your showrunner made for it? You'd have to sit there and take it, right? Yeah, I think I think my my uh, general rapport is a bit lighter than uh, <laughs> Mr. McCarthy. <laughs> uh, so I, I often ask people to make fun of me. He was oh I, it literally looks like he was trying to do his best Bill Belichick. Well, I, one thing for sure is he definitely didn't think he was about to take some shrapnel. No, no, or maybe he knew. That. Maybe he was. Maybe he was kind oh, of. It looked like he was. Dreading what was to come. So, so you're from San Antonio, from San Antonio. and you love the. I, I was a lifelong am Spurs, right. Right. Cowboys, Longhorns. Okay. And then my my uh, my commitment was kind of split between uh, the Rangers and the Astros. Okay. But I think I was kind of born into. We probably watched more Rangers than Astros. You know, it's three hours north to mm-hmm. Dallas yeah. or three hours east to Houston, and so we'd see games for both teams. Um, and it was I was born in '82, so. It was a great time to be a, a Spurs Cowboys fan. You know, sure. we had the '90s and the Cowboys, yes. and we had the Spurs uh, going. We had you know Kerr and Twin Towers and Avery Johnson and Sean Elliott. I got to beat a few of the games. Sure, and so. everybody's now going to the Hall of Fame. Tony oh Parker yeah, yeah, and, Minu. Um, and Pop now is going. Sure. Yeah, he he deserves to be way up sure. there. We were at the uh, our buddy Chris Bosch, who lives down in Austin. He and his wife Adrian and their kids. We're all friends, and we got to go to last year's Hall of Fame induction as their guests. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. Do we do we do we make this about us now? Right now, Chris, should we yeah. do this about yeah, us? Yeah, okay. Of so Chris Bosch yes. was on this program. When? Um, right before his before induction, a couple months fame. before. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, he told us how when he was recruited by. Um, Pat Riley, yeah, uh, to come the speech, to yeah. Miami. That Pat had a um, crown royal bag filled with championship rings, and he gave one to Chris. You know, one of his own I personal rings. Me, yeah, gave one to Chris to say, "Hey, you can get one of these when you come here." Yeah, Chris had the ring, and I told him, "Wouldn't it be great if, at the Hall of Fame ceremony, you give it back?" Yeah, look at that. That's what he did. Well done. Well See, done. A story told by our guest about someone else made yeah. about us now. That's, you, that's our special magic that we that's pulled here, Yeah, it was an amazing speech as well. It's a special magic. Yeah, it's a special magic. Here. Fantastic. Yeah, full so are you Longhorn because of where you're from, or did you go? Or yeah, what? well, uh, okay. I was enrolled to go to UT uh, mm-hmm. in 2000 when I graduated high school, and yeah. then I got a role on a show called Gilmore Girls out here in LA. And, I've um, heard of that show. Yeah, it was a good show. Yes, uh, it was. It was a good show. It's a good show. I did had a, a nice run. It had a nice run. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was initially hired to do uh, four episodes, mm-hmm. just guest star, and I ended up doing five years. But I, you know, I had a few grants and a few scholarships to go to UT, mm-hmm. and then I went out to LA and did Gilmore Girls. And this is a strange story, maybe, but I, I remember my oh. first paycheck. It was because it was one thousand two hundred thirty-four dollars. You know, one two three four. Okay, um, and. Growing up pretty simple in San Antonio, I was like, I'm rich, bitch. You know, like, I, so, uh, so it's like, you know, UT's yeah. been there for over a hundred years. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to stay here, like make some ramen money. Uh-huh. Um, and so, uh, ramen money, but, yeah, ladies and like, gentlemen, I can, I, you know, I, I can, like it. I can buy my own ramen now. Yes. Uh, no, but I, I legitimately, I, I thought, you know, I'll see how, how far this goes and yeah. pay off my student loans, yeah. you know? And so, um, UT has been there for a while. I figured still be there when my, 
six month stint in sure. LA finished and right. that was 23 years ago. So oh, kind of stayed busy. Fantastic. I love that, 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 that numerology is something that yeah. you, you saw. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to tell me a story that the check was like Colt McCoy's number. No, there was no Colt McCoy. Yeah. That okay. was, you know, it was 23 years ago. McCoy? It was two, it was year 2000. Damn. Yeah. yeah. How old were you when you were on Gilmore girls? I was 17 when I shot the pilot. I did it till I was 22. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Your yeah. wife is sitting here, so I can't ask any more stories. About it would have been that. like major Apple White money. It would have been like oh, this, <laughs> major you know what I mean? Apple yeah. White money. <laughs> By the way, write that down. That's a great yeah. fantasy Ma- team name. Major Apple White money. Major Apple White money. It's a great fantasy team name. Major Apple White is a word that a name I don't think we've ever seen. Oh, here. one of the greatest comebacks. How much Gilmore Girls do you even get today? A ton still, or uh, you're just such a grown ass man now that you you're somewhat unrecognizable. You know what's funny is that. I appreciate that. You're um, I uh, a lot when I was on Gilmore Girls, it was you know pre uh, whatever it's called, not Tebow. Yeah, pre you know we can record it and watch it, yeah. and so I didn't see a lot of the episodes. I just kind of went to work. DVR or anything. DVR, like that? DVR, yeah, sure. Um, there was no Netflix. Tebow, though. That, I think that's major Apple White. That's era. major. Apple <laughs> yes, exactly. Recording, yes. Um, right. So I, uh, I didn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't really a big show at the time, yeah. and I didn't see a lot of it. I was busy auditioning for other roles sure. and this and that. And so it was after I left Gilmore Girls that people would start coming up and saying, oh, my God, Team Dean or Team Jess or whatever. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I, I, I think I got recognized a lot more. And, and since I think pandemic, a lot of people benched yeah, it. Oh, definitely. Because it's such a family friendly show that yes. if you're sitting there with your kids and you can either watch an animated show yes. or something that you would also enjoy. And so mm-hmm. um, I, it, it, it's kind of made a return so it's it's been fun that to, is pretty cool mm-hmm. what's who's the i guess least expected fan of gilmore girls to reveal to you oh gosh i was a, a fan okay. of gilmore girls okay i Jared. was at a ball uh i shot a movie in richmond virginia when it was a pretty dangerous spot this would have been oh three okay and um there was a bunch of us we were all early 20s we were playing like prep school kids and okay. it was a kind of horror thriller called a uh, cry wolf and we had very, like, we had areas of, like, it was low budget. So, like, hey, don't go to this part of town. Don't go to Tobacco Row, blah, blah, blah. Y'all should stay around here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, we ended up filming at a location that's near one of the dangerous spots. But we're like, hey, it's almost closed. Let's just get a drink at a bar. Like, it's going to be fine. There are yeah. six of us. We walk in. As soon as I walk in, there's this big, scary-looking dude. And he just immediately kind of latches onto me. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, God. They told us not to go here. Um, this is how it ends. They're like, this is how I die. Because he wouldn't stop staring at me. And so I would do the thing where you kind of like, you look to see if, you know, and I was like, hey, man, like trying to be as, you know, meek as possible. And we we go order our drinks and sit down at one of the tables. And he's still kind of like just mad dogging me. I'm like, what did I do to the guy? Like, I'm, man, man. And, you know, maybe 10 minutes passes and he gets up and he starts walking over towards me. And my heart, you know, like, yeah, I, gotta yeah. ch- I gotta change my underwear. Um, and he kind of gets over, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I'm gonna get beat up. And I, I would just run. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there were, like, young ladies, and so I was like, I can't, like, yeah. leave them to get beat up. He comes over, and he kind of looks around, and he looks really suspicious. And he leans in and goes, you own the Gilmore Girls? <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. And he goes, oh, I knew it. It's him. It's him. He plays it. And I was like, <laughs> You know, I had a, I, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I around. yeah, I, I think I swiftly went to the bathroom, threw away my underwear. Uh, but uh, that was probably one of the strangest. But I've met a few. It, it, they kind of run together. I but. love stories like that. Yeah, there are a that lot of big. Man. I think a lot of. I think a lot of manly men. Yes. Uh, types. They're 
spouses would watch it with their daughters. And so it'd just be on in the background and they'd maybe sit down and watch it. And so, so this, this Gilmore Girls is not too bad. Look at that. Yeah, it's coming around. Fantastic. Yeah, it was good. I have a simil- similar story to that at, at the Super Bowl a few years ago between the Seahawks and the um, and, and Chris Brockman's Patriots yeah. that um, that it was Katy Perry. Yeah. Doing a halftime show. And my, my oldest son, who's now 14, was about seven or eight and loves Katy Perry. Sure. And that's, you know, I, I keep reminding him, like, hey, you know, you were at the Super Bowl where Malcolm Butler picked off yeah, Russell don't pass. Wilson. It's one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest Depending Super on who Bowl you're moments. a fan of. Uh, true, exactly. Yeah. But still, it's like one of the, like a top 10 moment in the history of the Super Bowl. Like, you were yeah. there for that. Yeah. And all he remembers is Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Anyway, long story short is, so... Um, he was just dancing his head off, like up and down the aisle, going crazy. The shark suit, right? The oh, those, yeah, the left yeah, shark, yeah, the yeah, left yeah, shark yeah. one. Exactly, that was a famous like left the car, shark like one. the car show. Oh shark my suit. gosh! So anyway, long story short, is halftime's over. I'm sitting in the stands with my my fam. Yeah, and some patriot fan just up the aisle, like looks at me. I look at him, and he calls me over, and I'm like, all right, I'll go up to him, and I say, hey, and he says to me, hey, your son is a heck of a dancer. <laughs> really? I honestly, I thought like it's gonna be like, what do you think? Second half, we're gonna do this or not? No, <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> similar amazing. to the same thing. Although I didn't, I wasn't fearful of my life throughout the entire uh, situation. I, I got a quick, that's amazing. I got a quick question on that note. Uh, yes. You're Pete Carroll. Yes, sir. What do you do? What do you uh, second down. You give it to Marshawn. Yeah. Yes. Over I, think, and over. I think they made the right decision. Uh, oh, he's a Patriot, Patriot fan. fan. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. All right. All right. Fair enough. So I guess. Fair it, enough. It, See, exactly. It, depending on who you're a fan <laughs> of. You. CW's Walker is yes. again uh, airing tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern yeah. on the CW. Uh, new episodes air every Thursday through the season finale on May 11th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jared, let me ask you this. Do you think uh, we should get Arch Manning this fall or what? Because it doesn't look like you're gonna. It looks like it's well, we're what twenty seven viewers, right? Is that what what they're talking about right now? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've kind of I've been. I don't want to say blissfully ignorant, but uh, it's okay. But you got Arch coming. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Royalties coming. That's awesome. so are you like a big, you know, uh, Bevo guy and just go I to the love, games? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. I am. I, and actually, Can you get Bevo on an episode of Walker? What do you think? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, once we find out about next season, maybe we have to go save Bevo. We met, uh, speaking of bees, um, very different. But nice. uh, our son, we have two sons, 11 and 9. Our okay. daughter is 6. And our son, Tom, uh, he, he was being coached by one of uh, the Longhorn uh, backup receivers. Yes. And um, Bijan came to a game. And, like, it's just in a field by Austin High School. Hold and on he, a second. We'll yes. Say, give me this story again. So uh, our son was playing flag football. Yeah. And, Age nine? Uh, he was probably 10 at the time. 10? Okay. Uh, he's 11 now. Yeah. And uh, Bijan showed up to come and like talk to the kids and give them little bits here and there and signing stuff and taking pictures. And it was, yeah, he was like uh, uh, throwing the ball with the kids and running around. This and, is what it's all about. And I was talking about it earlier this week, Jared, is that this is a metric as far as I'm concerned, whether you want to draft somebody. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. that we're, we're playing football, we're trying to win. Sure. But it's also like you want somebody who's going to be out in the community yeah. and that you, when you're sitting there at two or you're sleeping at two in the morning, the phone's not going to ring. Right. Right. Ring, yeah. You know? That's and, like, and I, we had a few of those on the, we had a few of the bad ones, like, you know, T.O. in his later years. But and I mean, he's, 
<laughs> uh, honestly, uh, I, I'm thrilled to hear that story. That is so cool. Yeah, sweetest Pictures guy. and everything. You got no sure, t- tons. I'm sure, your kid still talks about it. Absolutely. And um, we got to buy some of his mustard. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. But um, <laughs> by the way, great name, Bijan <laughs> Mustard. Bijan Mustardson. It's good. A, yeah, that's um, it. That's what it's called. But yeah, just a class act. And that's, I mean, you know, being a uh, Cowboy fan lifelong. Um, that's why I love like Dak. You know, just of course, absolutely. And and I'll I'll shout out to your boy Brady. I know he went to Tampa Bay, but um, seems like a nice guy. Seems like yeah, famous is all good. But so, uh, congrats on the success of Walker. Thank you. You You're welcome. Um, and uh, come back anytime. I'd love to. Seriously, I'd love to. I'll I'll bring Matt Barr back. Matt, absolutely. Bring him back. Yeah. Uh, he got married. Is what you said? He got married uh, last last weekend okay. in, in Mexico. So I think we're still detoxing. Destination from it. wedding. <laughs> it was a destination wedding, and it was a, a hell of a gang. He's now a, let me he's, ask this question. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. As All we right. Finish up. <laughs> now I know your 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 wife is here. Sorry, She's what, beautiful. What's your wife's name again? Genevieve. Genevieve. Um, hey, back off. Back my off. wife and I go to a destination <laughs> wedding. Yeah. I say. Okay. When she says, you know, we're going to get him a gift, I'm, uh, I'm like, why? Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to their wedding. Sure. On a flight. Yeah. And hotel Getting rooms. Getting a hotel room. Uh-huh. All of that. Shouldn't my presence be my present? That's good. And That's a dad joke right there. I, it's not I'm a dad give joke. It it's, it's the good. truth, though. It's good. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Let me just put it this way. <laughs> we still got something off the registry. I don't yeah. win this battle. But yeah, are you thinking uh, the same thing? I don't, want, I don't mean to get in the middle of anything. I right would love here, but to. I don't think they have a registry. They didn't. They said no gifts. There you go. Uh, well, thank I'll you. see you're yeah. off the hook. I'm all about getting with the bars. Yeah, what's well, about? We'll do something for them. Well, you know, they they um, okay. they're both uh, adults and very successful in their careers, and I think they were. They, I think they were saying, you know, you like you could still use a plank I get or a fork yeah, we'll, or like we'll a do something, said, you know, we'll, like a, an urn. cake. You yeah. still need it. You still need an urn. Jesus, that might be that might be the wrong message. I was thinking like, why don't we buy a casket? A ewer. Uh, a vase. Quinuer. You need a uh, quinuer. Uh, I'm not okay. even sure what that means. God bless you. Uh, we'll send them a bottle of champagne or something. We'll, we'll, I am we'll, a, they have a wedding website, like everyone does now. Oh, did you look it up? I'm on the registry page, and it says, We kindly and respectfully request no gifts. No gifts. Your journey to celebrate with us is more than we could ask for. Look at that. See? I love the bars. Not, yeah. These Amazing. are good people. Uh, how Because they not? don't put it on me to say, Come, come to the, our, 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 our wedding. Yeah. Get a hotel room. Uh, and I, then, I wonder, you know, what about some um, the effort on top of it? Come on. What about like uh, birthdays and like Valentine's days? How are you and your wife about gifts then? We're good with gifts. You're sure. Good with giving them or You're not giving them what to each other? You're yeah, because we kind of have a thing. Um, December is a big month for us. We have one of our kids' birthdays, Christmas. Her birthday is in January, oh, and then our, our you know there's Valentine's Day in February, yeah. and our anniversary is the end of February. Oh my god! So December, January, February are pretty big, and so. We're always kind of like, hey, let's just get a bite to eat somewhere. Like, let's let's take each other out for a date. Uh, but then, oh gosh. Like, we say that. But then on her birthday, she wakes up early and she's looking around like for. No, I'm just kidding. She's not like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I made the I made the huge mistake of uh, um, the first uh, uh, holiday season after we got married. Yeah. Um, my uh, my wife needed a laptop and she oh. was talking about it, so I got her a laptop for the holidays. It's very romantic. Yeah, we haven't, I haven't, uh, <laughs> that's was the it the wrong laptop? I've gotten. 
Did you go PC instead of Mac or uh, Mac instead of PC? <laughs> didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the choice of laptop. It was oh, just the, you should have got a gaming. I just got married. What do I know? At I'm least the idiot a, who says I'm not buying people for their weddings because they're making me get on a plane. Well, yeah. So what am I talking about? Your presence about? is the present. At JarPad on Twitter, right? Uh, yes, that sounds right. Okay. At Jared Padalecki on Instagram. Everybody That's check it. out a new episode of Walker tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on The CW. Let's do this again soon, sir. Absolutely. Right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because sleep number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40% on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, man, we got to get to this top five. Let's do it. Because I'm ready to roll. Let's Let's go to the top five. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Oh, yeah, we don't have any animation. Here we go. All right. NFL breaking news, guys. Breaking news. The NFL first round draft is tonight. Oh, is that breaking news? Yeah, breaking news. In (laughs) Kansas City. Okay, so here are the top five things. That I hope happened tonight. That you hope happened. The top five things I hope happened okay. tonight. Number, Number five. Number five. We're going reverse order, oh, TJ. First. I know you okay. hate when we start with one. We're going five first. <laughs> Why even have the list? <laughs> Why even have the list? Number right. five. I want trades. Yes. There were nine in last year's first round, including A.J. Brown, the shocker. A.J. Yeah. Brown going from Tennessee to Philadelphia. Mm. How'd that work out? That oh, work he out? was awesome last year. Yes. I want Tons of trades. I want lots of movement. You've already heard the rumor. Diana Rossini saying that Tennessee is talking to Arizona about moving up to three. C.J. Mm -hmm. Stroud is now the betting favorite to be the third overall pick. Is is that the move? Is Tennessee going to get C.J. Mm -hmm. Stroud? I want the Patriots to move up. Kirk, did you hear that crazy? We talked about it earlier. (laughs) Did you hear how crazy that was? I did. The Patriots package a bunch of picks in Mac Jones to go to number two yep. for Will Levis, yeah. my head will explode like the TV show The Boys, okay? <laughs> that will be insane if that happens. What are the Raiders going to do? Could Detroit or, or Washington or move up? Dallas, TJ, are you guys going to move up? What are the Bills going to do? I want trades. trades. I want movement. I, I want agree. chaos tonight. Yes. I might know, but I ain't telling. Yeah, That's I, number five. I like that. <laughs> number four. Now, I don't mean this like personally against any of these guys. Okay. okay. Any, of, any of these five okay. quarterbacks. I got you, Giannis. It's nothing Go against them. Okay? I got you, Giannis. You Thank did. you. Thank you. Yes. Hold on. Let me put my. By the way, we didn't mention. Do you see how giant Giannis's hands were when yes. he put his head? Yeah. Okay. I hope one of these quarterbacks falls. 
And I and I, I don't mean that personally against them, but remember the drama when Aaron Rodgers was just sitting Ooh, in the green room, yeah. the, the Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn yeah. Johnny Manziel, everyone's just sitting in the green room. Geno Smith had to change outfits Gino for Smith the next day. Geno Smith literally had a suit on for day <laughs> yes. one, and then in day two, he had, the, he had the Carlton sweater. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers, like... I want the drama building when we wait for one of yes. these guys. I don't I know. I don't care who it is. Is it Levis? Is it Anthony Richardson? It could be any any of these guys. Hendon Hooker. There's just the drama that builds around these quarterbacks because the draft is really all about them. Right. Them just sitting in the green room and then the speculation. The con- is this the pick? Is this the pick? Yeah. Is somebody going to trade up? That makes for really great TV and it makes for a fun night. Number three. I want to pick from so far out in left field. <laughs> That Rich and everybody on the on on the desk are utterly <laughs> speechless. You remember a few years ago, like Mayock couldn't even get out a word on the desk because he was so shocked. Last year's Cole Strange pick. Yeah. I want something like that. <laughs> something so outrageous yeah. that nobody saw coming. Yeah. That everyone just looks at each other like Joel Clack just goes. What? 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 <laughs> I, I don't even have this guy on my board. You know what I mean? Like something wild like that. That's I like the biggest roast I ever. Like, I don't even have him on my board. Like, like this. what? I had this guy as a day three pick. What? 27? That's what I... Okay, that's number three. Got you. Number two. This is personal. Mm. I want the Patriots to do something fun. Just okay. something fun. I, I don't want Cole yeah. Strange... I don't want a minivan type player, and I really don't want to trade down. We need to be moving up. But there's Bill and Nike the dog. Bill needs to. Was it Son of Sam, Mike? His neighbor's dog was talking to him? Yes. Nike the dog is talking to Bill. I want Nike to start talking Talking to Bill, Bill. take over, and make some crazy. Is it it trading all these picks and Mac Jones up for Will Levin? Great. Let's do it because that's fun. It's this, this is a hope night, Kirk, as you said. Yeah, it is. And I need to be inspired. Bill Belichick, I'm talking to you, Bill. I need to be inspired, okay? You're on the hot seat. You're coaching for your job this year, and it starts tonight. Do something. We all saw Bill Belichick's kitchen a couple years ago. Trust me, that dude ain't, it ain't nothing inspiring about that. Do something tonight. <laughs> Remember when okay? he had, at home, the at-home draft, and they had the, the cam and, yeah. was that, and Bill's house? It was in Nantucket. I think it was the beach house. <laughs> yeah, it was the beach house, which is very uninspiring. Take What's off like your third prints and your Nike Air Monarchs and do something fun. Oh, you said oh, the Monarchs. Right. Number one. What right, you number got, one. Baby? Number one. Number one. Okay. Where were you first draft night? 2003. You remember what happened 20 years ago? 20 years ago. The Vikings missed their pick. They missed the pick. They missed their pick. They didn't turn the card in. And then chaos ensued. That's what I want tonight. On the 20th anniversary of the Vikings missing the pick, I want it to happen again. Somebody misses a pick. You only get 10 minutes. That clock ticks down. (laughs) The the Eagles didn't get the pick in. What? They didn't get the pick in. And now the Titans are on the clock. Yeah. And then just chaos ensues. Someone to miss a pick. Mm. Oh, it hasn't happened in 20 years. Let's go. Don't let me down tonight, somebody. Yeah. I think we need one more. Mm. Okay. All right, we'll get one more. All right, one more. I remember uh, well, chaos. Well, I, I, I want to pick.
piggyback on yeah. this if I could. Oh, just a little bit. Hey, I'll make this quick. Last January, we were talking about Kenny Pickett, right? Yeah. You don't know this, Kurt. Too and Bretman was convinced. He was convinced upon just, he just knew that Kenny Pickett was going to be a top 10 pick. And I, I me, knew it. I, knew I it. didn't believe it because I, I wanted him to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers, stay in town. So I made a, I made a bet with Bretman. <laughs> we made a bet together whether Pickett would go top 10 or not. He went 20. I won the bet. So one thing I would personally like to see happen maybe this year is Brotman finally pays me for last year's Kenny Pickett bet. Kurt, I still got my 20 bucks, dog. Like, it, it's been over a year. It's been over a year. I don't want to have to call up my Samoan friends to go get the money, but I, at this point, I don't know what else to do.